Hey, another week. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Fellow Earthlings and others. Others. Yeah, I didn't tell them I was told I was an Earth Angel once. Oh, gosh. So. Was it Earth Angel? That's yes. what it's called? That's, that's what, what she called it? That's what I was called. Well, youngest son and I have been called Starseeds before, so. Yes. I've been told I was a Starseed, but that was an interesting one that I was an Earth Angel. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. Your, well, your thing on what I posted the other day was funny, too. What was it? The uh, book that you would be based on your sun, moon, and rising? Something feminine. Uh, Hold on. You, you look keep at talking. talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up because it so, was hilarious. Welcome back out there in uh, podcast land. Thank you for tuning in. We are on episode 18, believe it or not. It's actually like episode 20 or so. Some of them we don't number if we do like those side episodes. Um, but this week we've had a crazy insane week and Raven is feeling just worn I'm out. I'm so tired. Like I'm just exhausted. Oh, you were the queen of light and angels. That, that's me. <laughs> I'm the queen of light and angels. I love it so much. We'll tell them what it is before they think, oh, bear is obviously the queen of light and angels. That makes um, so much sense. You're telling what your signs are, you mean? Not the signs, but yeah, it, it's a, it was a <clears throat> meme that you put up um, on Facebook that is... Yeah, it's your fantasy book title, and it goes, you know, sun, moon, and sign. It's the sun sign of moon sign and rising sign. Mm-hmm. So you're Aries... And Don't tell everybody. Why? Then they'll like know my social security number on top of it. They'll just have everything. They link your social security with your yeah. astrological chart? Mm-hmm. You're so dumb. It's very sensitive. I have no problem letting people know what I am. Yes. A wonderful yes. person. Um, shish. So, this week, Raven's like, I'll just comment. You, you talk about something. So. Yeah, I'm too tired. The Lord of Tarot was like, ah, I'll talk about one of my favorite subjects. Well, I was all gung-ho, like, a few days ago, but then life is just draining for me today. Like, it's as I go along, I'm just, uh, I'm in dire need of the vacation that we have coming. <laughs> like, I genuinely need a vacation from the vacation. more so need a vacation now than any time I remember in my life. Hmm. Since March, working these hours is just... You've been working a lot. Or I'll February. be glad when you're not working as much, too. Yeah, I think every... I mean, you'll have to see me more. I think everyone will be happier. The younger boy keeps whining that, you know, you don't cook. <laughs> I don't. I try. Hey, I haven't killed them yet. You I've have, made several dishes. You have not harmed him physically, but emotionally, him misses him mama. <laughs> Nobody can cook like you. Eh, eh, whatever. Paula Dean, maybe, but that's about the only one. Maybe. Vegan Paula Dean. So, this week we're going to talk about two of the most, uh, two of the scariest tarot cards in most people's mind. Those that aren't familiar with the tarot, think real quickly, what are the two cards that pop up? You're like, when you're in a reading, love, business, finance, what are the two cards that you don't want to see pop up? Um, I don't know. It's usually death or the tower card. Yeah. I mean, depends on who you're asking. I don't mind 
seeing the death card. Tower card is always, but for me, whenever I see it pop up, it's never a surprise. I'm like, eh, I knew it. You know, <laughs> like you don't have to tell me when I'm going through a tower moment. Like right. I feel it. I'm on fire. As I, There's a reason I'm pulling cards. You know what I mean? Or yeah. asking for cards pulled. And for those of us in, in the know, those that do read, those that are familiar with the tarot, neither of those cards are uh, super scary, in my opinion. I mean, it's very much a like no. something's, something's got to change, something's got to be fixed. But no, and I'll explain both of those as no. we go. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, we'll talk about the death card. Usually, it is my moniker. In most of the shows, I've got. Death card. It's your business card, business card and all of your stuff. Yeah, uh, it's on my body. Yes. And um, it's tattooed. It was my first metaphysical tattoo. Mm-hmm. And many more to come. But it's a uh, to me, it was a very life changing moment as you as I'm going through the process of continuing to unlock things, unblock things, and really find out more about myself as far as a metaphysical side goes. It really is that image that they use for TVs and movies that is the scary moment. Like, oh, somebody's going to die. Yeah, they put it down and the music changes. Yeah. Rarely ever is that case. Is the case. And to me, there are other scarier cards in the tarot than these two. Um, What are your scary cards? Me? What would be, like, if something was laid down, what would be like, ugh? Three of Swords would be a big one for me. Uh, betrayal, heartache. Your, yeah, I was like, tell your listening audience. Um, or the Ace of uh, Ace of Swords reversed. Ace of Swords, to me, upright is that ultimate victory. It's the hand in the sky holding a sword. Like, yeah, we won. Reversed, that sword is now pointing to me at the reader. Usually saying that you know the opposite being an ultimate defeat mm-hmm. like no matter what's going to happen coming up you just got the ace of swords reversed you're just going to get stabby stabbed and speaking of reversed i find it strange that some readers don't read cards reversed they don't and i've i've talked to many readers uh over the years and there are a sect s-e-c-t if the <laughs> my slurring words um there is a group of people that don't feel that they shouldn't re, uh, read reverse cards. And I, when I asked, they said that to them, they only want to give good information, positive information. And when you reverse the cards, that in fact gives you negative information. See, I think that's bonkers. People don't come to you for a reading when they don't need answers and you don't need to smooth over things when they've come to you for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a kind way to deliver and there's always hope. Sure. There's a nice way of saying, yes, you are that bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. Like you need to say, yes, you are the problem and you need to change things before something bad happens. I mean, I would want people go, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So go ahead and drive over there if you want to and not tell them that the cliff face is crumbling. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, I don't, but I don't understand that at all. I don't personally like they agree. They come to you for help. Right. If you're using the English English language or any language in particular, language. obviously, like I can't sometimes. Is it better? So there's 78 cards in a in a typical tarot deck, and if you use them reversed, you now have 156. So if I'm going to speak to you in conversation, would we be able to converse better with 78 words or 156 words? 
The more. The more, the better. Mm-hmm. So to me, why not use all the tools that are in front of you? It's a divination tool, so you're already across that border of, ooh, the oogie boogie, I'm going to use the tarot. Then why not also use it to its full extent? If the tarot itself well, is not yeah. scary, then use it like it's supposed and to be used. And flipping it around, I feel like you're, it's just manipulation. Like it's it's a physical and it's a spiritual manipulation. And you're just, you're not telling people the truth. And that, you know, is a fallacy. Oh my goodness. You can hear the dog bark and then the kid going, shush. <laughs> we told them, keep it down to a dull roll. We're fixing it. And they record. go downstairs and start playing the piano and the dog's mm-hmm. barking. It's adorable, but they're crazy. It's life around a pagan household. Uh-huh. So first of all, tarot is a form of divination. Whether that is something... <laughs> uh, whether that is something... Uh, there's multiple forms of divination, which eventually we'll cover. Uh, runes. Um, We've talked about some scrying and scrying, different things. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a whole bunch bones, um, gypsy cards, oracle cards. There's many, many, many ways. Now that divination itself, where it comes from, some people, you know, put that on. Well, it's something that's inside of me. It's my third eye is open. I'm seeing this happen. I'm getting words from guides, spirits, ancestors. And there's the cat. Everybody's trying to. I talk about tarot. I do tarot and the cats and and mm-hmm. dog, you know, they get this excited. is what they do. They get yep. excited. They want to know what's going on. Like, who's who's having trouble? I want to know. <laughs> Spill uh, the tea. Yep. So tarot itself is a form of divination that you lay out these cards. And while you're looking at the pictures, um, you're putting together a story. One card, three card, five cards, ten cards. There's different forms. I myself, I never use a one card pull because I feel like that's not enough information to give to somebody, especially when they're paying you like, Hey, I need to know whether I should go left or go right. Well, you know, let's look into this, that divination. Most people say that it comes from, I get these messages from God or from the source or from my guides, angels, spirits, ancestors, whoever it comes from. Yeah. I was like, well, everybody has a different image in their head when they picture their higher power, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, they'll ascertain that power or that knowledge or those uh, words or pictures they get to deities. Um, occasionally, they'll bring forth those deities to help uh, when it comes to a reading. Myself, uh, this is something I've worked at and trained with and spent time with. What? You're crackling. I bumped the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's looking at crazy. I was like, uh, what just happened? I didn't know. Um, I'm delirious from lack of sleep. I know. I'm sorry. We'll get you to sleep soon. It's okay. still daylight out. <laughs> I know, but the sun will go down soon and then I will fall asleep. Hey, in Ireland, the sun comes up at five I and doesn't go down until 10 o'clock. I know. I remember because the first night there, I got up to go potty in about five o'clock, which is normal for me. And I was like, I hear birds singing. Did we oversleep? What time is it? 5 a.m. Or mm-hmm. it was not even, it wasn't even quite five because, you know, the sun was just coming up. It was like four. 47 or something and i was like why is the sun up and some of the nicer you know bed and breakfasts had the dark blackout curtains other ones do not they do not care and it doesn't go down until 10 which is nice because when we went to go see the cliffs of moor it was late in the evening and it was mm-hmm. just gorgeous and we got to see the sunset and yada yada but yeah it throws uh. it throws off our groove because we keep wanting to party while the sun's up and then it's sun's out, 10 goes out. p.m and 
yeah, we're just now dragging ourselves back. So, <laughs> which is another reason we're staying longer this time. And we'll we'll cover more divination forms and what, where, why. Um, but to me, the tarot card of death is is so uh, abused in society or in, in Hollywood anyway. Misunderstood. Misunderstood is a good word. Not abused, but so to me, what what hit me and helped me make a big change in my life was seeing this card, spending time with it, and I realized, oh my God, this is me. This is literally what yes. I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not familiar with the, and I'll, and I'll use the Rider weight as the main point, You there's so many different decks and so many different images portrayed, uh, but the Rider weight death card is a skeleton in a suit of armor on a horse marching forward, and he's looking at an old man and a child, and underneath the horse is already one dead person, <laughs> but in the background is a nice image. Um, and I really thought to myself, when I started really opening up, meditating, spending time, doing a lot of stuff, I was like, oh my god, that, that's me. I'm dead inside. I was at my job thinking, there's got to be something else I can do with my life. This is not who I'm supposed to be. This is not where I pictured myself 10, 20 years ago being at this job. And again, the job pays the bills. It's you know, there's it's not without merit, um, but it is definitely not something 25 year old Bear thought he would be doing at this point in his life. Yeah, but what did 25 year old Bear think he would be doing? He's An MMA also, fighter. <laughs> you were going to be a missionary at 25. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe not at 25. By then, we had already started. Yes, we had already started breaking things apart. But for a long portion of your life, that was the goal and the desire was to be a missionary. Yeah. We were going to be a missionary couple to wherever, Mm -hmm. wherever Capital G.O.D. sent us. And we were going to build churches and, yep, Capital Gick, wherever Gick sent us. (laughs) I, I looked at this card and thought, that's me. Um, I've on the outside he's got a nice suit of armor you know things are going well I have nice clothes house family everything's good but inside I felt like I was trapped you're dead I was I was dead I wasn't you're going anywhere bones. and I had an opportunity in front of me to <laughs> kill that thing that was holding me in place but it was a choice I had to choose and that's what the death card is it is a absolute moment of choice of change, but it's by choice. It's a big moment of change, but it's 110% on you. No one's going to force you to do it. No one's going to make you do this death card moment. But when it comes up in a reading, it is a time for you to look at what's going on in your life, sum it up, and think, okay, this is where I have been, and this is where I want to be. What do I need to change to get there? Who do I need to kill to get there? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's make a list. Or what do I need to kill? What needs to stop? You know, does this relationship need to end? Does this habit need to end? Does this career need to take a different path? Mm-hmm. All of those things, you know. It is a card of rebirth, of recycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and death of old things that are not serving you. Right. There is death in the card. It's not the literal death, which a lot of movies and TV shows portray it as. You're not going to die. Your aunt, your uncle, your boyfriend, your spouse, whoever you're it's not having a physical the reading leaving about. Of this, yeah, this earthly right. realms. No one's going to fall over about. when you leave the. When you get a reading from you, you get up from the table. The death card comes out. You leave. No one's going to fall over dead. Not from the tarot, anyway. Um, 
Knock and then, wood. but it is definitely one of those things. Something in your life needs to die. Some action, some habit, some choice, some relationship, some job. It is something that needs to be done away with. It needs to be cut out. And then something else needs to be put in its place. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's not only the death, it's the rebirth. That It's that cycle. And if you look at different cards, you'll see that in the Rider Waite death card, there is a young child. There is an older man. Um, he's on his knees begging for life. And underneath the horse is one dead older individual as well. So in the process, this is death making his change. He's already knocked down one obstacle. He's going for the next one. Uh, in my Dark Wood Tarot deck that I use when I'm reading for others, um, it is a Grim Reaper with a scythe. And in front of him is a older, darker uh, being uh, female. And then on the right is a younger, red-headed, bright, uh, you know, like younger female identity. And again, that symbolizes it's time for a change. It's time to let something go um, to make room for something else. You know, in the New Year's episode, we talked about making space for things, clearing out um, something Raven loves to do is clean and declutter and get rid of all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, again, people who know me and have been in my house, it does not look like I don't like <laughs> things. I mean, I have gallery walls and pillows and throws and knickknacks and trinkets. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my drawers are tidy. My pantry is straight. My refrigerator. I even had somebody comment the other day, like, why is your refrigerator so clean? It's creepy. Um, I like the, <laughs> the inside. Of all the dead things we have around the house. Right. <laughs> your clean fridge I is know. The they, they're like, it's just weird. Um, but, yeah. I don't have a problem with things. I like things and to collect. I'm a crow. Um, I like shiny things and to fluff my nest. But, yes, I like to keep order in chaos and i like creating order from chaos that's why i enjoy cleaning i don't dread it at all unless i have to do one of my children's rooms of course (laughs) and then i just dread the fact that i'm probably going to end up not being happy with them and etc (laughs) etc but this death card this very big moment of transformation um one thing that again i'm not familiar with astrology we have friends that do. Raven digs into it. The astro- astrologicals <laughs> can't even say that. The astrological sign that is associated with the death card is Scorpio. Yes. So it's very much a card of that change, that choice, and that's something I realized whoop, in my life that needed to be fixed, to be moved. Um, and then we talked earlier about people who do or don't read in reverse i do read in reverse um a reverse to me in that card talks about your inability to move you're stuck in something you keep repeating the same loop you're not making the right choice um or you're just um you know you're on that horse and you're slowly you're stagnantly um avoiding that change so you see it you know it but you don't want to change the habit you know if you're drinking too much or you're spending too much time too much money you know gambling something like that playing too many video games too many video too games many episodes of a show anime you know it can suck you in too much one of those things away. you know it is very much a thing that okay i should change it and do something else um so that's what to me that's what it means reversed um i've had conversations with other tarot readers because i love to get 
different input because each of these cards so if you look at the major arcana as you go through it's a story it's a beautiful story it begins with the fool and if you look at it that way for the first 22 cards you're taking the journey of the fool through all of these things so the fool then the magician and then the emperor empress as it goes on and on and on and then we get to the death card so this is the time where the fool has to make choices make a change in what he's doing one thing i mentioned we i love to talk to other tarot readers about their takes on some of these cards because everybody has you know you can go by the book definition but intuitive tarot readers are going to read you they're going to read the feelings they get from you the energy that gets from you plus the the spread that it's in it's the story it's telling uh because if you get the three of swords in a relationship it may mean something different than in a career versus you know any other option so these cards kind of change identity in different types of spreads as well as different types of questions you get but one of our one of our good friends uh we've talked about tarot cards and meanings to them their take on the death card was really interesting to me um it's some something i had never thought of that way they're more of a green witch anyway so this particular person in their view when the death card comes up not on the rider weight, but a lot of other death cards, uh, he's holding a scythe. And a scythe was used to glean crops, cut down things, make room for growth. You gonna sneeze? Oh, my neck. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm old and sleepy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, but tarot talk makes me sleepy. <laughs> tarot talk? Tarot talk. That's good, I like that. <laughs> That was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this should be like a side um, thing, like our ghosty sods, and you should just do the tarot talk. But people pay to hear you. No, pay, no one pays us. First of all, <laughs> first and foremost, this is not a paid gig. Second of all, what else did you say? <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, I love you, but I'm I'm having a hard time following. What? I was I was talking about another interpretation for the death card uh, in which they use it as uh, a time of cutting down the crops, cutting down the dead uh, Yes, out with the old and with the new. Yeah. So that scythe is a tool of cutting things down, giving new things room to grow. And I'd never thought of it as a tool when it comes to farming. um, Because you're not a farmer. I'm not. I'm not a green witch, nor am I a farmer. And so I thought that was really interesting that uh, taking that scythe and turning it into um, what a scythe actually agriculture. is. It's yeah, it's for agriculture. I know, but I've never Not thought just of it for, murdering for the people. death card as far as agriculture. <laughs> Rarely. I'm the fighter, and I was like, yes, it's used for killing people. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not for crops. But that's the thing is if you'd ever actually seen or tried to swing a scythe, you'd understand how actually unwieldy it is for that type of, you know, it really is meant to swing side to side. If you try to swing it over your head, it, I mean, you'd go, you know what I mean? Like it would just, it's top heavy and it would swing all unwieldy. It looks very useful in video games and anime. Yes, even the 
<laughs> what? <laughs> but even the Grim Reaper, you know, in cartoons and other things, yes, he carries it, but it's literally, you know, a representation. It's metaphor for reaping. You know, it's not, he doesn't whack them over the head with it. <laughs> Off of their head. No. Yes. No, oh my goodness. I've never even thought of it like that. He doesn't use it to kill people. It's literally a, a, rep, a physical representation of reaping. He's reaping souls. Well, that's, that's so funny. Again, I, that's different takes for different people. Different could, strokes for different folks. Yeah, you can't swing a scythe the same way you swing an axe. It's just it doesn't work that way. It, it would be very, very unwieldy and end. you could hurt yourself more easily. He's than already you. dead anyway. He's, what is he worried about? Well, he could still knock his kneecaps off. <laughs> I don't know. He'll rip his robe. <laughs> How unprofessional looking to go with a, a T-length skirt to go reap souls. It, it would totally make him look less scary if he walked in <laughs> in a short robe. <laughs> you just see his bony knees. <laughs> okay, we got to stop. I'm getting silly and sleepy. Um, what a stupid segue. Any comment from yourself on the death card? No. What the okay. heck? My comment was what I just gave. It was really dumb. You shouldn't be asking me questions. <laughs> so for me, the death card is was very much one of those cards that pushed me into uh, this path, learning what it meant, sitting with it, and seeing it relate to my life. That moment where I'm dead inside. I gotta get. Gotta get off this path. I gotta make make new headways and that's what i did and well and is there if you're reading for someone who is scorpio is there more significance if they happen to also be scorpio i usually don't ask their astrological signs uh because <laughs> i just I'm you know i'm very unfamiliar with them being being someone who is more into astrological signs again sun signs not always quite as much but mm -hmm. you know sun moon rising those are all very important your mercury mm -hmm. to me is very important i just i feel like there would be even more information maybe and maybe there's not i mean i don't usually know but like with me when you're reading for me and you know fire sign pops up you instantly are like oh you know give me a little side dibble you know because you know mm -hmm. me yeah and you know my signs and so you're like oh and here's an added segue so i just feel like maybe that would make your readings even more three-dimensional you know, it does and sometimes i mean you can add numerology you can add astrological signs you can add a lot of different things to the tarot itself to make it that much of a deeper meaning with you since i know you personally and your signs and all that stuff um, sometimes i have had several occasions where a card will come up and it'll represent that person, not as much an archetyped, more of actually a card comes up and she's a blonde lady. Like, oh, that's what she looks like. That's what my, you know. I look like a blonde lady. Not you. <laughs> but the person who's having the question asked, a card yeah. comes up and they'll be and like. And I've done that before reading for our youngest son. I've literally had the flaxen-haired boy pop up and I'm like, ah, this is you. Mm -hmm. Like, I know. Yeah. Sitting here looking at this and what it's telling me. Sometimes know? the card itself will mirror the person that they're asking about. Sometimes the sign will pop up. And I'm. You and know, does the element ever play? You know, because it does. Scorpio is water, but I wouldn't look at the death card as water, you know, because I mean, there's no cups. You know water. what I mean? <laughs> Stop. Um, yes, there are a lot of times I where. I don't understand. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say people with water in your sign that you look at it as weakness. That super frustrates me because, I mean, you have so many people who are listening to you who probably, you know, are Pisces or Cancer and they have lots of this water and they're thinking, I mean, just emotional. Water changes the canvas. Water 
forms the rivers. Water shapes the rocks. Like, water is why we are who we are. We are 70% water. The only reason our planet sustains life is because of water. Other planets that we look at to see if there is life, if there is no water, we know there is no life. Stop digging and kicking at water. It irritates the bejesus out of me. Fire is destructive. And yes, fire also represents new birth. A field sets itself on fire. That's the chance for the forest to regrow. That's the chance for the field to regrow. I get it. But water is so much more so valuable. So stop kicking water signs. I'm not kicking anybody. Embrace that part of yourself. But 70% water, I'm probably more like... 20% 20% water, 30% coffee, 20% alcohol. Oh so. my goodness. You better not be 20% alcohol. Not Your yet. life's fixing to change. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fixing to be. It's early. It, it's still daytime. It, it has come up a lot. Swords represent air. Wands represent fire element. The cups represent water. And the pentacles represent earth. So yeah, there's been many times where those will have come up. And it'll point to someone of that astrological mm-hmm. sign or that elemental sign me not having the knowledge Which, of, i mean maybe that's where you break off into the major and minor arcanas and you know you don't, they're not ruled by elements as much so so it has come up sometimes where somebody's like oh is this person an earth sign in your life and they're like oh it is you know? yeah and um, that's what i was meaning you know because again you know scorpio being assigned to the death card made me curious if mm-hmm. it actually has anything to do with you know, I do that. Take that in consider, into consideration in my readings, um, especially in the minor arcana, where if they're asking about a person in particular, then these cards come up. It's like, oh, is this is this the way this person acts? And I will describe how the wands, you know, seem to me like is this person quick tempered? Is they are they very aggressive? Are they? And they're like, yeah, I had one. One Do you of, consider Scorpios aggressive or just intense? Uh, fire signs. I was oh, okay. Fire sorry. Sign, sorry. I was Wands. like, well, because I was going to say Scorpio is considered one of the more intense signs. I know a few. Mm-hmm. Um, they horny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the ones that I know actually are not. Strangely enough, one They're is broken. One is. Uh, anyway, I won't. <laughs> I will not <laughs> say a word. Anyway, um, but they're you know they're usually very you know, deeply emotional, very intense. They just, you know, to me, they're like turbulent water. They're waves, you know, they're like Mm. swirling and big. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just, the few that I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your question, do the elements play a part in readings? Absolutely. Um, I was mentioning the, well, that I knew, I just wasn't sure if it was, if it went for the major arcana as well. Not yet for me. I admit, since I don't know those as well, Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, Scorpios are born between October 23rd and November 21st. Oh. So just anybody. I, I only say that, again, I feel like I'm telling people, uh, like I feel like I'm talking down to people, but I've had several even friends after what I posted, you know, about your sun, moon, and rising, and they were like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think I know my <laughs> zodiac sun sign. Is that the same thing? And I was like, I'll text you. You know, like, mm-hmm. we'll talk. But... um so anyway, if you didn't know what you are, which most people do, then... Google's great. 
Or we can. Oh, Google, yeah, Google is great. We've got birth charts are so valuable. Mm-hmm. I really, I highly recommend everyone having their birth chart done. We know people, and that can we do that know for you. a very yes, we know someone who can do that for you. It is worth its weight in gold. Oh yeah, yep. Um, so if you need somebody to do a birth chart for you, then let us know, and we will gladly direct you to them. Uh, oh, I was. I was talking about a reading. You asked if that paid, played a part. Like the Emperor card in my deck, he is a ram, which it's also an Aries. I know that one because that's me. But in my deck... That's your son, yes. Yeah, it's my son, with which I identify very much with. Bullheadedness. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a head, A literal butthead? Um, yes. your head. Ugh. So I was reading for this woman, and this was online. This wasn't in person. And she was asking for a reading. We did it over uh, Facebook Messenger. And she was asking about a relationship. And the Emperor card came out as a signifier, which means we're talking specifically about this person, giving examples about it. And his signifier was the ram. And, of course, I'm not going to say, oh, does he have big horns and very hairy? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make sense. But I did ask her the signs of... If, How uh, do you know it doesn't make sense? Maybe he, maybe he did. Maybe Who knows? She loved goats. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, I did ask her, knowing it was Aries, knowing, you know, I asked her, I was like, is he very, is this man very rugged and outdoorsy? Likes to be outside. Um, he's very strong-willed, yet impulsive. And and she answered back. She's like, um, yes. Yes. All of those things. She's like, I can't believe, especially she's like, he's um, not, not necessarily a cowboy, but he was a very outdoorsy type person and uh, wore the, the flannels and everything and the hat. And he's like, that's him. And again, this was, I didn't creep her Facebook or anything. Um, didn't even know who it was, but she was asking about a new and budding relationship. And just from what I was feeling from the card and knowing that astrological sign and what the emperor card meant to me, it I was able to read him to a T, and she was like, I can't believe that. That's 100% him. Nice. <laughs> I was like, good. You've got another card you want to talk about. I do. I've got lots of them. No, I want to go. So with being the death, I would say, was is one of the most misunderstood cards. The next one would be, to me, the tower card. So the tower card <clears> is another <throat> one of those. It's very... It's a moment of change. But unlike... The death card, where it's your choice to make that change. Like, should I date this person or this person? Should you I stop drinking? Should I? Yeah. The tower card is one of those oh crap Lightning moments. strikes, yes. Yeah. And you can see lots of memes about the tower card uh, that talk about, no, no, you reshuffle. When the, you know, the moment when the tower card comes out and their eyes are all big. But the tower card itself in the Rider Waite is, is a large singular tower, lightning hitting it. Uh, underneath the base looks very unsteady. It's up on a cliff by itself. It's up on a small ledge, and there's two people falling out of the out of the. Uh, Are they falling it? or jumping? Falling. Mm. I say they're falling. Um, some people may disagree, but to me, it's part of that. I just don't know how you'd fall out of a tower when the lightning hits and it rumbles. To me, it's a very um. it's a big upheaval. It's the tower card to me means one of those wake up moments, very shake up your life type instances like your car's been repoed or your spouse just all of a sudden left with no note you know you just something devastating no, note. happened. don't worry i'll always leave a note oh thanks 
That was an evil laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sleepy. Um, with the tower card comes a huge, massive shakeup that you have no choice. It's hitting you in the face whether you like it or not. Either caused by an unstable foundation. Um, but a lot of times if you look at the sky in those cards, it's very dark and gloomy. So the storm is there. It's staying. It's not quick and going. The lightning strike is immediate. And for those of you who are near my age of 100, um, <laughs> back when uh, you recall this movie, The Karate Kid, you know, the first one, it was actually before me, but still. I'm a nerd, so I associate a lot of my cards with movie quotes. <laughs> Have a couple Star Wars ones. But to me, this one is uh, that, you know, everybody loves Cobra Kai now, but back in the day, Cobra Kai was the bad guy. And in that tournament where his coach tells him to sweep the leg. Yeah. This, to me... Why does everyone love Cobra Kai? They're still the bad guys even now. I don't know. They're on shirts everywhere. Oh, okay. To me, this card, every time People it comes like up, I'm very states. much like, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. Um, you're going down whether you want to or not. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't defeat Cobra Kai's leg sweep. So... You're going down as someone, you know, who's been a fighter, wrestler. When you hit that mat, your back's on the mat. You're looking up. All you can see is the lights. And in that moment, you have to decide whether you're going to fight to get up or you're just going to stay that lay there and get pinned, get beat. So that tower card, that moment is very much a shakeup moment. You didn't know was coming, but it's going to change your life drastically and not always in the way that you wanted it to. The death card is, you choose. Tower card is, here it comes. <laughs> See what you can handle. And not every moment, not every negative moment in our life is a tower moment. Some things, sometimes just bad things happen. There might not be... Yeah, I was going to say, it's not always, you know, just because, you know, something happens or you're reaping the consequence of something doesn't necessarily mean it's your tower moment sometimes it literally is just you know consequence of your own actions like mm -hmm. you know your house is being repossessed well you should have made your mortgage payments you know those kind of things <laughs> little things uh, yeah like that's not a tower moment you know the company that you're working for going out of business that's a tower moment you know those mm -hmm. are things outside your control that you have nothing to do with that change your life not necessarily for the better you know it's a big shake-up moment that's going to cause you grief and it's your chance to rise above kind of thing yeah survive first and then <laughs> yes. rise above like it's kind of one of those tuck and roll baby you know it is and again i i group this with the with the death card as one of those very transformative moment cards to me um it is a time where you it's either going to get better or worse and that's up to you um but when the tower card comes up it is very much, you know, after you live that tower moment, you lose your house, lose your car, lose your spouse, whatever, you know, what are the country songs, you know, lost my dog, lost my truck, you know, spilled yeah, my beer. Yeah, the old jokes, <laughs> yeah. But I remember preachers from my teens saying that. You ever played a country song in reverse, get it all back. Like, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, it just irritates me. <laughs> it's one of those um, non-funny jokes that everybody says all the time. <laughs> it definitely is one of those times where... Um, whatever that was isn't meant to serve you anymore time to get rid of it but afterwards it's that time to change you get up on your feet you, know, you get off the mat you fight to get back up and then it's time to rebuild because there is something after the tower yes the tower moment is dreadful 
but you still have to live after that just like the death card it's not the end everybody's everybody loves to say well death is the end it's final in the tarot it's not it literally is in the middle of well the major in the arcana. metaphysical world it's not the end either no it is transformation death is not destruction it is merely change mm-hmm this uh, and as a death doula, I will tell you that that is actually I true. I think you'd have a lot to say about death doula when I was talking about the card. That's why. But I asked. it's not not death. I no, mean, because it doesn't represent that. It's a transformation, though. No, sometime I will do an episode on death doulaing, but yeah. Anyway, um, sometime when I'm not sleepy, maybe back from vacation, I'll come back refreshed and renewed maybe. and have thoughts. You probably have an accent when you come back. <laughs> I doubt um, it. There's there really is nothing you can do to avoid it a tower moment when it comes up just accept it and pick yourself up and you know everything you have you know if the friends are gone they're gone you can make new friends you know a new job can be found a new house can be found all this stuff can be um, picked up again but it is a necessary moment that you need to identify and then use that to restore that balance bring that stabilization back it is time to um, make a better foundation in the next house, in the next relationship, in the next job, whatever the case is, you know, you learn from that destructive tower moment. And surprisingly enough, which I didn't know, but both of these cards, this card also uh, corresponds to Scorpio when it comes to the Scorpio. astrological signs. But again, it's a major arcana, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it would actually matter per se in a reading maybe to some um like i said i don't usually read with astrology in mind because i don't have it on my mind i don't Mm -hmm. know it (laughs) but i have a goal to learn it yeah um same thing when you in the upright like i said that that change that violent change some uh that upheaval that wake up call destruction um but when it's reversed, when it's upside down, it's still you clinging to, uh, clinging to that past. It's still that delay of that change, that rejection. Uh, you're waiting for something to happen before you just let go. Um, it is something that you're delaying the inevitable to me. You right? Yes. <laughs> falling asleep on the mic. I'm not falling asleep. I was resting my eyes. <laughs> okay. I'm awake. At least you don't snore like I do, so that's good. I do not snore like you do. I have a delicate little lady-like snore. (laughs) (laughs) My Um, nose is snuffy. So to me, the tower card is much, much more aggressive, much more destructive. Yes, I agree. And much less something you can avoid. Yeah, when I have had the tower in my readings, I've known it's not. It's never like, oh, that's shocking. I wonder what that could be. I'm always like, I knew it. You know, it's, yeah, no, you definitely. Why is this happening? Tower, tower, tower. (laughs) Yeah, you know when you're going through a tower moment. I went through a tower moment recently, and it's part of what set into motion me working so much right now, and hopefully, you know, all of that is coming to an end. Yeah. Um, I've tucked and rolled, and now I need a nap. There you go. We'll get you one, babe. Um, But I found it interesting that both signs were Scorpio when it came to it. I did not know that. But to me, those are both very transformative cards. One by choice, one by... It's going to get you whether... It's almost like the Jaws music. (laughs) Yeah. The tower's coming to get you. But when those come up, this whole thing was just to let you know, don't be afraid when these come up. Both of these have very positive 
after effects. You know, it's either something you need to change in your life to get rid of so you can improve your best self, or it's something that's, you know, source, spirits, ancestors, guides, deities, whoever has said, this has got to go, and mm-hmm. so it's got to go, and now you have yeah. to pick up and rebuild. Yep. Which, again, nobody looks at those like, you know, the after effects after it. Um, we keep moving on, but... We do. It's how we've made it so long as a species. We don't give up. Very resilient. We are tenacious and cutthroat. Tenacious D. It's that 20% alcohol that <laughs> helps get you through. Shut or up. Or 30% coffee, whichever. Don't um, be hating on water. I don't. It's in coffee and alcohol. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's go. Anything else on either one of those cards? Nope. Not a thing. So, when they come up on a TV show movie now you know that that's not what it's supposed to mean take it from a tarot reader that i don't know most people say i do a good job so you're not too shabby called a few things uh i loved it when your uh your your best friend that i did a reading for oh yeah a few months ago uh and everything that you have (laughs) said happened and she i was like you know he's not too bad she's like i know it was kind of exactly spot on (laughs) I know you did. You threw your head back just like that and was like, (laughs) (laughs) yes, you were very proud of yourself. Maniacal laugh. Hey, it's one of those slow burns. Like when you're reading at the table and it doesn't quite line up, they're like, well, that's good. Thanks. But I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, that And then everything happened and she was like, oh, as Nostradamus And it's funny because I, yes, as I was telling him, you know, all the things that were coming to play, he's like, that's exactly what I told her. And uh, when I reminded her of that, she's like, yeah, no, I've already thought of that. And he is correct. (laughs) When Raven told me, I was like, oh, that's, that's good news. You know, that part of it. I was like, wait, that's exactly what I read for her when that came up. I was like, Ask her if she remembers, because I didn't know, you know, she may have, I thought she just tucked away, like, oh, that's, pat me on the head, like, oh, that was nice, but weirdo, thanks, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Because she's not on this path with us, although she probably could be. And um, so when she called, I said, did you, did she, what did she think about it? And she was like, yep, that was, I already thought about it. That was exactly what it was, like, Mm -hmm. yes. So. Yeah validation no i agree it's it's definitely that meme where it says um uh you're looking at this a wide-eyed person three months later when the tarot reading was exactly what the person said it was supposed to be no no and i agree you're exceptionally good there are lots of things that you are not good at and i don't have problems saying that you cannot oh gosh i didn't even thought of cooking i was thinking folding laundry you know cleaning out the garage those things are not your strong suits. Tarot is your strong suit. I just need to do it for a living. You should Full do it for a time. living. But other than that, I mean, that was the big thing. I wanted to get out those two big, two terrible cards. Um, I was thinking of naming the episode something like Death and Death in the Tower. Uh, the two, what's it called? The Death and Taxes, something like that. Anything else from you, dear? No. Okay. Feed Guys, if me. you have any questions, you want to learn more about the tarot, then hit us up let us know about cards we can do cards on the show walk through the whole thing we'll do the runes walk through them you know chakras all that kind of stuff we want on to talk the about show all we're gonna walk through all the cards eventually not, yikes not all together at once mm-hmm. but that's a lot you just spent an hour talking about two yeah we're gonna do this for a long long time <laughs> okay <laughs> 
guys, if you need anything, uh, if you want to hear about anything, then feel free to hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Gmail, all the same thing, which oh, is unknown. Speaking of, we will be in Ireland next mm-hmm two weeks so mm-hmm. any content will probably be exclusive to the facebook feed because that's um probably one of the only ways we can actually get things recorded and up so for exclusive ireland content you'll have to um join the witches join unknown the facebook witches group. unknown facebook group um we will have our fancy mics and computer and all that fun stuff. Well, yeah, very good reception, all of that, those things. Our phones are spotty over there, you know. <laughs> but it's easy to video and upload to Facebook. Like that beautiful. I know works oh, yeah. because I've done that before. So yeah. That I trust. Messenger Follow us works. for more content. If text doesn't work, message me on Facebook. And the, what's the time difference? Nine hours? <sighs> or more? No, yeah. We're landing at four. 4 a.m. and it'll be noon, so eight hours. That was close. Eight mm-hmm. hours difference. Eight hours. Or is it nine? We'll find out. I don't remember. It's eight or nine hours difference. but It's a long difference. It is, yes. <laughs> we lose a day traveling and then oh, gain it back. You're I know. Like, it's going to be crazy. You leave on Tuesday and you come back and it's still Tuesday even though it's... <laughs> no, even though you've been traveling for 20 hours. You've been overnight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, any comments, let us know in the Facebook group. And we will be in Pretty Ireland these next two weeks. Yep. And so we'll see you after that. Bye. Bye.